We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Blue Wire. What is up, Nets fans? Welcome to the Brooklyn Buzz. I'm Nick Faye, hitting with a recap of the Nets win over the Jazz, 147-114. Two straight wins for the Nets, first time in 2024. Last time they won two straight games was against the Detroit Pistons in December. We're going to jump into this game and plenty more. Make sure you check the buzz on all streaming platforms. As, as I mentioned, score was 147-114. Huge win for the Nets in a game which they pretty much had control from the first quarter on. You know, just a lot of things were clicking for this team. You know, Ben Simmons made his return tonight and it was almost pitcher perfect for him. You know, he almost landed a triple double instantly had an impact in the game. You know, some of that's the jazz not being very good in the defense, not necessarily being locked in. But you'll take the positivity from Ben because obviously, you know, confidence has been in question for him at times during the last couple of years. So to come back, have 10 points, 11 assists, 8 rebounds, plus 27, 5 of 5 from the field, a couple athletic plays defensively too. You know, you saw him contesting some shots at the rim. You know, he did have one block and one steal in this game, threw down a dunk. Just a lot of positive stuff for Ben Simmons and just happy to see him back on the floor and helping the team. And, you know, I think obviously his his skill set can be utilized with this group of players, obviously given some of the deficiency shortcomings and, you know, the current status of Spencer Dinwiddie. So having Ben back and playing well is huge for a lot of guys in this team, specifically scores and shooters, because he's alleviating pressure and taking one less duty off of their plate. And also guys are kind of seems to, you know, really set up at the three point line. When you have Ben in transition, that's one thing he does really well is push the ball. And he does a nice job of, you know, running at someone full speed, stopping dribble handoff, dropping off a pass, finding another guy in the corner, whatever it is. And it kind of almost just pauses the defense for that one second you know setting up guys and making them more comfortable and confident and kind of just providing them an open shot from three and again with Ben you know really positive and we're we're not going to try to be negative about him tonight it's just as always with him you want him to do it consistently you know we want to see this type of play for the next you know month you know we want to see him on the floor for a month straight I think those are the type of things that have been frustrating with his stint in with the Nets and even obviously some with Philadelphia so really positive start in this return especially from a physical perspective you know there wasn't much timid play in terms of contact you know you would have liked to see him maybe drive a few more times to the rim especially early on in that first quarter but still finishing with 10 points is 
is not bad. You know, there's probably an argument that this is maybe his best game of the season, given he almost landed a triple-double. And as I said, defensively had a couple impact plays. Competition not super high on the other side, but that's nothing the Nets can control. And it works out because obviously there's going to be some big matchups in the upcoming week. You have Phoenix, you have Philadelphia, you know, see how that all plays out. But again, really happy to see a positive result for Ben, just hoping it can be something we consistently see. You know, and even if it's 80% of what we saw tonight, that would still be something that could help the team given his skill set, his size, and, you know, what's going on out there. I thought another player who had a really nice game tonight was Lonnie Walker. You know, before the game, Vaughn mentioned minute restriction lifted. He finished with 19 points, 7 of 14 from the field, 4 of 9 from 3, 1 of 2 from the free throw line, 4 assists, 2 rebounds, 1 steal, 1 block, and just overall looked really athletic and smooth and fluid and just just had some real pop plays out there and just getting downhill attacking the rim especially when the the jazz weren't playing walker kessler it felt like the paint was wide open for this team and guys could get downhill and get to their spot specifically lonnie and cam thomas this one but again lonnie also four of nine from three that's where he really helped his team early on the season he was shooting lights out from deep if he can bring this type of juice and play this type of role for this team it'll be huge you know i think a lot of us have advocated and what we've seen for the last two games and the the sample size of the season, you know, Cam Thomas should be starting for this team. Then that presents Lonnie Walker in that bench role. He's your six man. He's the guy that can give you that spark. And then when you're running Lonnie and Cam, you actually have two scoring threats out there, you know, and then throw Mikel in there, who I think Mikel we've seen has had to have less uh, activity and less duty in terms of creating offense for himself and for others. He's been able to play off ball a little bit more, and he's really back to playing at a super efficient level right now. So all this kind of connects into one thing. You know, when specific players are out there, it alleviates pressure and just allows them to pick up some of the load. And now you can utilize some of your energy more on your shooting or also on your defense. And I thought the Nets defensively in this one had some really good moments when they were forcing turnovers, getting things in transition and getting easy shots and again i'll keep mentioning you know the jazz aren't a great team they didn't play well tonight but who cares you know we don't see the nets blow teams out and take care of business they did that you know this is a team that's lost to the portland trailblazers two times you know beating the jazz by 30 plus points is really good stuff for them in a game in which they control they didn't blow a fourth quarter lead or anything like that so just a lot of positivity for this team overall in this game and again getting to Mikel Bridges who finished with 33 points 12 uh, 12 to 24 from the field 6 of 14 from 3 3 of 3 from the free throw line 3 rebounds 4 assists 1 steal and was plus 33 a team high really flew it out there and it was almost a quiet 33 obviously you noticed the three-point shooting but it wasn't like he was necessarily like controlling the ball you know this is probably one of his lesser games in terms of the ball in his hands for scoring 30 plus which I think is a great thing for McKellen I think this is kind of a role where you can see him excel and this is where you know the discussion for him has been you know is he the second best player third best player in a championship team you know this is probably more of that third best player and he can step up on other nights and do a little bit more because you saw his complete game you saw the off-ball stuff you saw him coming off screens but you also saw him get downhill make some good cuts and use you know his his you know, herky-jerky, awkward game to get some easy looks inside as well. So happy with the way he played. Cam Thomas was really good in this one. You know, a great first half, second half, didn't necessarily need him as much, but 25 points, 8 of 16 from the field, 4 of 5 from 3, 5 of 5 from the free throw line, 7 rebounds. They don't have 0 assists, but, you know, Ben took care of a lot of that and the other guys on the team. One steal, one block for Cam Thomas, you know, and he was plus 25 in this one and was just getting to his spots in the paint, you know, really 
generating offense for the team, attracting a lot of attention, but I love the four or five from three. I also thought the threes that we saw from him tonight were a little bit different. You know, they weren't necessarily off the dribble and they weren't necessarily catch and shoot. They were kind of standstill threes in the sense of like, oh, this guy's going to play three feet off me or he's going to overreact to the screen. Well, I'll make him pay. And I think this is another avenue of Cam Thomas's game offensively. When that three-point shot becomes complete from all aspects, he's pretty much unguardable because of his ability to get downhill and finish at all different angles and has that in-between game. And then you know the next step becomes, all right, I'm getting all this different attention. Let me create easy shots for my teammates. You know, Tonight we saw him generate the attention, but I think there's even more for him to grow, which is really exciting for the Nets and Cam Thomas. Like The development is there, and I think obviously, as I mentioned already, starting is so crucial for him, and it's also not just crucial for Cam. I think it's crucial for the other players on the team because of the offensive power he can bring and yes there's going to be shortcomings in some areas specifically defensively in some of the team defense but that's why you have Mikel Bridges that's why you have Nick Claxton Dorian Finney-Smith and even you know Ben Simmons if he's healthy like those guys are supposed to make up for the lesser defensive players and that gives you the luxury of playing someone who maybe is not fully developed in that end of the floor so really happy with the development of Cam Thompson talking about a defensive guy we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast ditch the busy work use indeed for scheduling screening and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Nick Claxton, 11 points, 5-11 from the field, 10 rebounds, 4 offensive, 2 assists, 1 steal, 3 blocks. Was only plus 2 in this one, but had some of the biggest highlight plays. You know, there's a stretch in the second half where he had a poster on Walker Kessler, and the next play catches an hoop over him. You know, and then it's just some big-time dunks. Like, it was a very loud 11 points and 10 rebounds, which is a good thing for Clax. Sometimes, you know, his impact isn't always felt in the box score, and I think he's starting to kind of find his rhythm. You know, good in that Rockets game as well. Uh, you know, in the fourth, you know, in the second half, the whole team wasn't really good, but I thought he had some big moments in that game. So really happy to see Clax kind of just bring that juice, bring that energy. You know, love to see him not get attacked, but at the end of the day, you know, if you're going to throw down two posters, 
know, I think the team could probably live with it in the situation they were in. Uh, getting over to Cam Johnson, who had a solid game, you know, 17 points, 6 of 10 from the field, 3 of 4 from 3, 6 rebounds, 3 assists, 1 steal. He was pretty solid in this game. You know, I think this was a nice role for him. You saw easy shots set up for him, and there was a couple times where he took advantage of the Jazz not having rim protection or much down low and got to the rim, threw down a dunk, did his thing. You know, this is the type of performance that we're happy to see. You know, three of four is not realistic all the time, maybe something like three of seven. But still, you know, good game from Cam Johnson. Over to the last starter, Spencer Dinwiddie. Continues to play poorly for this team. You know, two points. Had eight assists, two steals, two rebounds, 0 of 5 from the field, 0 of 2 from 3. Clearly, there's something going on behind the scenes with Spencer. We've talked about it numerous times. Not really worth diving into anymore with him at this point in time until, you know, past the deadline or a trade actually comes to fruition. Uh, Royce O'Neal, I thought he played a good game in this one. Uh, Probably had to step up a little more with Dorian Finney-Smith being out tonight. Only played 18 minutes, but had 11 points, 4 or 7 from the field, 3 or 6 from 3, 4 rebounds, 2 assists, 2 steals, 2 blocks. And was also plus 27. You saw a lot of his minutes tied with Ben Simmons. It seems those two have a nice chemistry on and off the court. So happy to see Roy's play positively. Obviously, around the trade deadline, too, isn't a bad thing. Uh, Dennis Smith Jr., 12 points, 5-8 from the field, 0-2 from 3, 2-2 from the free throw line. Did have five assists and two rebounds, two steals. Was really playing hounding defense in this one. Just felt like he was driving players nuts on the other team. Um you know, that's what you love to see from him. Be interesting to keep an eye on Dennis Smith Jr.'s minutes given Ben Simmons' return. You know, what what happens there? Or, you know, does the Spencer Dimity trade happen? Another point guard brought in, all those different things. Uh, we saw Trenton Watford, Harry Giles, and Noah Clowney. All of that was in garbage time, which is a, a great statement for the Nets, especially when it's in a win. And we're not talking about a loss where the Nets are blown out by 30 and guys are getting an opportunity to play. So really good stuff from the team overall. Really happy with the result. I think uh, just something interesting to point out, Colin Sexton, in my eye, has been a guy that's you know killed the Nets on numerous occasions. Probably had his worst game against the Nets in his career. Six points, one of 10 from the field, 0 of 2 from 3, 4 of 4 from the free throw line. Did have seven assists, but... We're just bad forcing shots, getting rejected left and right, and the Nets did a really good job with him. And I think that's a positive sight because he's been a guy in the past that's really just cooked them. You know, he's not an elite player by any standard, but he just seems like he's been a guy that's done really well against the Nets in the past. So it's nice for them to be on the right side of that. Uh, again, just kind of looking up some stats for the night: twelve steals for the Nets, only three for the Jazz. That's a pretty significant number, especially when the Nets are only committing eight turnovers, uh, re- second chance points. Nets win that 27 to 14 points in the paint, 60 to 54 in favor of the Nets, and fast break points, 28 to 16 in favor of the Nets. This is something we saw a lot more in the beginning of the season. We saw those fast break points get to the double digits, and we saw them really just own that area. And with Ben Simmons back, that could be something they look to do do a little bit more moving forward. And obviously, you know, when you score almost 150 points, you shot really well from the field. 54 of 105 from the field for 51%. And from three, 21 of 45 from three at 46%. You know, we there's probably been at least uh, maybe a three-game stretch this season where the Nets might not have knocked down 23s. That's how bad it's been at times. It's just the overall flow and feel of this team was very high in this one. The ball was moving guys were knocking down shots 41 assists on 54 made field goals 
that is really really good stuff you know that's almost 80 that's over 80 percent of your field goals being assisted and that's essentially the type of basketball the nets need to play there has to be a level of movement and there has to be advantages created by your better players to make life easier for some of your lesser offensive players and you know they're not going to shoot like this every night and they're not going to play the utah jazz every night but this is definitely a nice building block for this team moving forward and again a tough stretch coming up you know, not to say there's, you know, newfound hope for the season, but I think it's enough to enjoy this game, take some positive notes from it, and really just see, you know, what can happen with Ben Simmons. And, you know, I don't think there's any long-term outlook made from one game, but it's definitely a, a step in the right direction for Ben and maybe, you know, can unlock a lot of different guys for this team and it could make, you know, the second half or the post-trade deadline nets a little bit more entertaining because I think this was probably the most enjoyable Nets game of the season maybe you know top three top five you know depending on how you view it from an opponent perspective but there was just a ton of highlight plays really fun basketball being played in Brooklyn so just overall happy with the result of this game and not gonna you know make too much of it and there's still plenty of unknowns from the Spencer Dooney, Royce O'Neal, Dorian Finney-Smith trades maybe even the Nick Claxton and other ones thrown out there we just got to kind of go with the ride and see how it plays out. But it's still fun to enjoy a win. Big thanks, everybody, for listening. Make sure you check the buzz on all stream platforms. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.